Hey everybody, welcome to episode three of Real Hope. It is Lance Danick, Pastor Lance, and my main man, Peace Shizzle. What's <laughs> That's up, a y'all? Thing. It is a Pistol thing. Pistol Pete. <laughs> Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete. We're going with Pistol Pete. Here we go. I'm kind of a nickname guy, so I like it. everybody that works for me or I work with, I've got to have a nickname for him. I think you inherited that from a <laughs> from an uh, old boss that was a good friend of mine, but I love nicknames, don't Me you? Too. I do too, especially. especially they, they gotta be good ones though. Pistol Pete's a good one. It's a Pistol good hot Pete's sauce a good one. too. It is a good hot sauce. Mm-hmm. And anything that is a name associated with hot sauce is good in my book. It, me too. So you just can't go wrong I with some hot sauce. I accept that nickname. <laughs> All right, <laughs> nickname accepted. Hey, today's episode, we wanna talk mm. about how do we forgive people? Mm. Last week we talked about, can we be forgiven Mm -hmm. and can God really forgive us? And I think that's a question that a lot of us wrestle with. I know I've wrestled with it at times of those feelings of guilt and shame and how do we match that up with the forgiveness of God, even mentally from what we know, okay, yeah, God forgives me, but how come I don't feel it? Mm -hmm. You know, and some of those things. And last week, if you missed that episode, we, we talked, I thought it was a good, it was a good uh, breakdown of how we can receive that forgiveness from God. Yeah. That's that vertical forgiveness, right? Mm. We talked about that. This week, we want to talk about what's the horizontal because it's the cross principle. Right. You've got that vertical, I need to receive forgiveness from God first mm-hmm. so that I can actually be free to be able to forgive other people horizontally in my yeah. personal relationships in life. Yeah. Whether it's even a boss or whether it's a friend or whether it's my wife or kids yeah. or family, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I know you uh, you have the perfect marriage I, and the perfect home. Yeah, I, I, it's I a concept you. that's foreign to me, you know? I know you don't uh, relate or understand any of that because, <laughs> I mean, what is it that the nickname we said that your wife, Rebecca, would call you? What was it? P-Daddy. P-Daddy. She didn't like that. She didn't? Nickname. No. Why not? I don't know. It's, I don't know. It, was, it seemed like a thing where she was like, it was a little too like rapper <laughs> a little too rapper it, it gave me a like a, author- yeah, this authoritarian like a little bit yeah, yeah a little bit authoritarian that's a good word for it uh, okay yeah. all right well yeah we'll think of something else but solid solid gal though <laughs> so you guys you, know, you never fight so never. You, you've never had to like forgive your wife of anything oh, yeah. let me think about that let me uh, it's been so long man it's hard to remember it reminds but, like, me of a good joke though couple hours ago yeah, <laughs> a couple yeah. hours i am asking my wife for forgiveness constantly not not like in a sense of like i'm con- it's but it's just like look i, I i'm a human being and i'm kind of i'm kind of goofy so you know no. I, I annoy her a little bit so i think really? I, I have, yeah like have to, i don't i don't see that i at have all. to I just... retract a little and do life slowly on her page usually it's in the morning when she's just waking up she's really tired and i'm all like hyped up before she has coffee yes dude that is a serious party foul it's a big one sometimes my wife does that to me she actually she's already been up for an hour and she's already thought of everything that she wants to talk to me about it's true and i wake up and i'm a slow waker upper yeah like and i need i need that cup of joe to like get me going (laughs) and to get the brain functioning and she'll start you know coming to me with some questions and things we're gonna get i'm like wait 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 can we just wait until I have one cup of coffee Yeah. and my brain is somewhat functioning? I know. And then we could, we could do this. It's bad. And I'm, I'm the, the person who's always doing all the things early. Like I read this quote, it said there's two types of people in the world. The people who say, 
it's already 10 a.m. And the people who are like, it's only 10 a.m. And then they marry each other. <laughs> ah, that's good. <laughs> it's true. That's good. It's true. They don't have any forgiveness issues then. <sighs> man, I don't so think so. This is like, this is a really challenging topic, man, because mm. the reality is, is we're kind of flawed mm. human beings. Yeah. And we mess up a lot, don't we? We do. We hurt each other. I don't think any, well, most, I don't know. <laughs> most people don't intentionally hurt other people sometimes, yeah. but either way, why is this topic, why, why is it so hard and challenging to forgive people when we're offended or hurt? And by the way, just for those who are wondering, yeah. um, I'm a definition guy, and the definition of forgiveness, at least according to the World Wide Web, um, <laughs> they know yeah, a lot though. They, they do. Um, thank you, Al Gore, by the way. Thanks. Got to give him some props <laughs> wherever you are. You're con conservating somewhere in Alaska That's or right. Greenland or something like that. Um, but anyway, to forgive is to stop feeling angry or resentful towards mm -hmm. someone for an offense, a flaw, or a mistake. Mm -hmm. And so when you have flawed people, they're going to do things that are going to tick us off, yeah. upset us, offend us, hurt us, mm -hmm. wound us, you know, some from little things, right? I mean, it amazes me personally how offended I'll get off of some stupid comment somebody will make yeah. or the way somebody will <laughs> look at me. Like, I don't like that t-shirt you're wearing. I'm really offended right now. <laughs> Why you ever, are you wearing that color, by the way? Have you ever got offended by something someone didn't say that you thought they may should have said? Like that's happened to me before. Totally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they should have said hi to me or... Or complimented yeah. you or said happy birthday yeah. or that's, like, yeah. you know, that was a really good message, Pastor Lance, you know, something <laughs> like that. I really enjoyed that episode of Real Hope, you yeah, know, yeah. and you didn't. and. I'm kind of offended by that. Well, you're going to have to forgive some people today. We are. Uh, maybe in the comments section, <laughs> you could, guys could say, please forgive us. Mm -hmm. Or you could just say, great episode. Or you guys stink or something. I don't know. Then, yeah. We better get ba it back into, Let's like, you know, back on topic here. Because I know it's easy for us to get off topic. But why do you think it's so hard for us to forgive people? I think it's so hard because it costs us something, you know? Mm. Um, we we're hurt, right? So when we love people, we put ourselves out there. Right. People hurt us. Um, and then to forgive, we basically have to uh, let them off the hook, it seems like. Yeah. And, and they don't deserve that in our own minds. Heck you no. Know? They don't deserve it. Uh, the, you know, they hurt me. You they wrong need, me. They need to pay. You're going to pay. They need to pay up. <laughs> You're going to you pay the mean? piper. It's true. It's and, time and to pay. We have this, this sense of justice uh, that, you know, the, things need to be fair. Yeah. Um, and to forgive really means to, we're wiping the slate clean at no cost to the offender. That's right. Um, so I think that's why it's difficult because it's, it, it's, it's a costly thing. It is a costly thing. You know what I think? I think the thing that costs us the mm. most when you really boil it down is our pride. Yeah. Right. Cause pride is like saying like, I'm, I'm the master of, um, I'm master of me. Um, I'm the captain of my own ship. Yeah. And I have the right, if you offended me, I have the right to not only be mad at you, mm. but you need to pay for what you did. Yeah. So, and there's, there's two types of uh, ways that people handle offense typically. One is either, it's either fight or flight, right? Mm. So you get people that will kind of attack you, want to fight, want right. to argue, or they'll avoid it completely mm -hmm. 
and move on, you'll know kind of something. And then you get the passive aggressive types. Yeah. To me, that's the worst. And, yeah. and I've been guilty of that at times. It's like, you don't want to really just come out and say, I'm mad at you. Um, you don't want to just ignore it. Yeah. So you kind of passively aggressively, like, you know, like, push, <laughs> like your Bible's like too close to mine. Like, what's your, <laughs> you know, like you just do like it's stupid so true. little things. Like, it's true. you know, you'll get your wife coffee, but you'll like put in like that much or put in way too much cream. And, you know, she doesn't really like cream. Or I drink like a little more because usually we have mugs that are a certain size. So when I break out a really big coffee mug that can hold like three cups, she, we, she's like, is there equal enough coffee for me? And then sometimes like I'll drink a little more and not tell her. Oh, dude, that's brutal. I'm sorry. That's so passive-aggressive. I'm sorry. You, should, you, you need to ask forgiveness I when will. you get home. I will. But, but it's true. I think part of it is, I think, so if we're going to talk about how do we forgive other people, mm-hmm. in my mind, I think the whole process begins with you kind of giving up the right to hold a grudge mm-hmm. or an offense or bitterness. Yeah. And we need help with that, right? Like, what was that Shakespeare quote? Oh, right. Wait, Shakespeare. I think it's Shakespeare. To err is human, to forgive divine. No, wait, pause, hold, time out. That's a party foul. You cannot quote Shakespeare without doing it in a high English accent. <laughs> to err is human, to forgive divine. That was terrible, dude. <laughs> Are you from like the East Coast or something? I don't know. I, uh, that's you, the best gotta, I got. Whether it is nobler. Yes, yeah, I need that's like, better. You're get, getting there. Get me some tights and a human skull and I'll do some You hamburger. definitely need tights. How many of you are watching this and you definitely think, wait, next time Pete needs to wear tights? <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe. I do, I'll do a lot for you guys. But so. seriously, man, that, that, that quote... <laughs> Is killer. Whether Shakespeare said it or not, that is yet to be determined. Yeah. Even though it's been hundreds of thousands I, of years. I know it was an English author. So okay, we got it, the it was definitely region. an English author. We're, yeah. general, we're in the general vicinity. Very of, true quote, though. Very true quote. That's my point. Mm. It's a very true quote. And what, how does it go again? To <laughs> err is human, to forgive divine. So there are things that come naturally to us. And there are yeah, things that come that supernaturally to us. There are certain things that I cannot do without God's power. Now, I can say I forgive somebody just to kind of smooth things over, but really forgiveness from the heart is something that we can only do through the power of the Holy Spirit. Right. I totally, totally agree. Um, for me personally, there, um, there's been times in my life where I've been really um, hurt mm. by some of the people. The, the wounds, I think, that run the deepest are the people that are closest to you, yeah. right, or should yeah. be closest to you. And, um, and I've been really deeply hurt before. And I've really struggled to, I mean, I didn't, I don't necessarily know that sometimes we even want to hold on to it. Yeah. But, but we do. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that we know how to deal with it right. or maybe we just push it down and pretend or hope that it will go away. But the Bible talks a lot about how when we aren't willing to forgive or we don't forgive, mm-hmm. that it, it actually does some damage to your soul. It does. It messes with you. It actually starts to almost like change the composition of your soul, mm-hmm. which affects your character. Yeah. It affects your emotions. Mm-hmm. And this is, I, I've heard this said before, and I think it's really true. I, I believe the quote is from Joyce Meyer. 
I think is wonderful. Um, and she said that mm. she said that not forgiving or holding unforgiveness is like swallowing a pill that's poisonous mm -hmm. and expecting the person that offended you to die. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's really and, good. And I think it's good because I think it's true. Like we have to understand from a biblical perspective that forgiveness benefits you as much as the other person. Mm -hmm. Like the thing, un, holding unforgiveness is causing more damage to me mm -hmm. than it is the other person. In fact, a lot of times they don't even know right. or are aware, or maybe if they are, they thought, well, you know, that's over. They're not even thinking about it. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. We may not even be thinking about it consciously, mm -hmm. but subconsciously, the Bible's really clear that it can cause a root of bitterness can wreak yeah. havoc in our life. It could cause yeah. anger issues. Mm -hmm. You ever have like, I don't know, I know you're, you're the perfect guy again, but for me, like there's been times where I'll just like rage, not because I'm playing Fortnite or anything, yeah, but <laughs> because I don't know where that came from. Mm -hmm. It's like something touched something and I'll just burst out. Yeah. And that's got to make me stop and ponder and pause and pray and ask God, like, what, what just happened? Because mm -hmm. that's what everybody else around us is just thinking, like, what just happened? Yeah. I just said this one little thing to you and now you, you puked on me. Yeah. And I don't know where that came from. Mm. And we don't know where it came from. And I believe where it came from is oftentimes when we hold unforgiveness, we're letting that root of bitterness kind of take root in our soul mm -hmm. and it's, it grows. Yeah. Like it's like sin. It comes alive. It kind of mm -hmm. reminds me of um, the story of Cain and Abel. Mm. In fact, I'm going to share that. It's in Genesis chapter four, starting in verse six, it's verse six and seven. And if you remember the story, it's when Cain and Abel, two brothers, they both, you know, one um, harvested out of the ground. The other, mm -hmm. I think, uh, was a hunter yeah. and did some different stuff, but they both brought an offering to God. One of them, God was pleased with and accepted, which was Abel's. The other one was a Cain, mm. which God didn't accept. And it was because he didn't bring his best. Mm -hmm. He didn't bring his first. But there's something about withholding from God that didn't please him right. anyway. Yeah. That's, that's not necessarily the point as much as what happens after that. Mm when Cain doesn't feel God's favor or approval, mm. this is where the story picks up. It says, then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? So something got in Cain. Mm -hmm. He picked up an offense. Uh, the offense was against his brother because he, his offering got accepted and his didn't. And, and God says to him, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But here, here's in verse uh, seven, here's one of the keys, I think. But if you do not do what is right, mm. sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, mm. but you must master it. That is like a, a really vivid picture of how when we take on an offense, we kind of open ourselves up to the sin of anger and bitterness and it taking a root in us mm -hmm. and kind of doing a lot of damage. What we know happens, the end of the story is Cain actually goes and plots and kills his brother. Yeah. 
And so what God is telling him right here, he allowed to happen. He let sin, who was ready to pounce on him and enter his soul, he kind of opened himself up. So I think when we don't forgive people, we become much more vulnerable mm. to becoming bitter, becoming an angry person, yeah. just not happy, right? Right. Um, it rubs off on other relationships. Mm -hmm. And this one, obviously, it rubs off on that vertical relationship with God, but it also rubbed off on this horizontal relationship with his brother. It did. It did. And I think the big lesson, and you see this throughout all scripture, when you're talking about sin is sitting at the, the door, it desires to have you. There's a root of bitterness that can spring up within us is that sin is not this static thing. I can't just have this little bit of sin over here. It, it's going to grow right. if it's not dealt with. Um, right. James talks about sin uh, gives birth to death eventually. Right. It yep. le it's a progression. So the faster we deal with issues, the better for the health of us and the health of those around us and the health of our relationship with God. Yeah. Um, so what, what do you think is like a first step? I think for me, we already talked about the first step, I think, is recognizing that this is holding unforgiveness mm -hmm. against somebody is doing damage to your soul. Yeah, it's hurting you more than it's hurting the other person. Mm -hmm. And so you have to recognize that. Number two, I think, is that willingness to let go of it. Yeah. To, to give it to God first, to say, like, this hurt me. Mm. I recognize it's a problem. I'm holding unforgiveness in and I don't want it. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm willing to let go of my pride and give it to God. Like pride is 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 that victimized, like I've been a victim, yeah. um, I'm, I've been offended, I've been hurt, mm. and you deserve to be punished. It's actually willingness to let go of that and give it to God. Mm. Because even in the word, like the Bible, God says, I'm the one, like, I'll take care of you. Yeah. I'll take up your injustices for you. Mm -hmm. I'll be your defender. Right. But too many times we become our own advocate and mm. we want to fight or we want to flight mm -hmm. our way out of forgiving people. Yeah. So I think those are, those are the two starting points. Mm -hmm. What would you say would be a next step after kind of letting it go to God? Right. So how do we do something that we can't do really in our own self? Yeah. How, how can we, as you know, being in a natural world, do supernatural things that line with the character of God? Um, in Ephesians chapter four, verse 31, it says, get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander along with every form of malice and then be kind and compassionate to one another forgiving each other just as god in christ forgave you mm. so wow i can that is a powerful scripture i have to filter my life through the reality of jesus dying on the cross for my sins and if a perfect god who who we've offended can can give his best gift, heaven's best gift, something we'll never be able to repay. Right. And I can forgive my sister for uh, saying something cruel to me. I can forgive someone from stealing from me. I can forgive my my wife or maybe those difficult moments where we're kind of pecking at each other. There's just frustration. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can I can humble myself and say, you know what? You hurt me. I love you, and I forgive you anyway because. I can let that love of God reflect through me, that, that love that says, you know, I love you so much, I'm willing to send my best to die on the cross for you, even though humanity's totally rejected God. Right. How do we do that when we don't feel it? Like, because mm. I think, you know, if we're going to be honest with each other, 
um, we think in those terms. We think of, I'm angry, I'm hurt, uh, I don't feel like forgiving it, mm -hmm. this person. I think that um, it, it comes down to forgiveness being a choice. Like mm -hmm. we have to choose it. Right. And I think biblically speaking, mm -hmm. there's a, a principle just like with faith that you have to take a step mm. um, without the emotion of feeling like forgiving somebody. Right. And you've got to choose to take that step in spite of your feelings. Mm. And when you do, your feelings catch up to you yeah. oftentimes. Yeah. But here, here's, part, here's part of the challenge is, I think a lot of people think, well, if I'm gonna forgive somebody, number one, isn't that saying what they did was okay? Mm. Kind of like justifying what they did. Right. And right away, I would say to you that are listening, no, it doesn't mean that you're justifying or saying what they did is okay. Mm -hmm. It's recognizing what they did was wrong. Yeah. It hurt me, it offended me, it was completely wrong, yet I choose to forgive you. Mm -hmm. And that's a choice, just like love is yeah. a choice, right? Yeah. But to your point, that, um, there's Jesus at one point when he was talking to the rich young ruler and um, he didn't choose to follow God. Mm. And Jesus talked about how hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. Mm. And his disciples said, well, then how can anybody? Yeah. And he said something really profound that I mm. think transcends even that moment. Mm -hmm. And that is that with man, this is impossible. Mm -hmm. With God, all things are possible. Amen. So like you, there's some of you at home, you might be thinking, well, you don't know what somebody did to me. Yeah. Like, and I recognize, like we, we've kind of made light and joked around about some more minor offenses, mm -hmm. but it, as a pastor, it never ceases to amaze me how wounded people are. Like yeah. the terrible, awful evil that has been perpetuated upon people and what they're carrying around. And I think that's the part I would just really almost want to plead with some people mm -hmm. that are watching this to really recognize that yes, what happened to you was completely inexcusable, right. terrible, beyond imagination. Mm -hmm. Yet, you not forgiving that person is hurting you more than it is them. Yeah, and people, especially for these big, deep, deep hurts, people don't get away with things. Like we think we get away with stuff. Like, no, there's a law of sowing and reaping and God deals with people. We don't get away with stuff. We reap the fruits of our actions right. and our behavior. So yes, people can be forgiven by God, but there are consequences from the things that we do. So really it's, it's, it's allowing God to handle that person, especially for the, I mean, the, the tremendous pain that people inflict on others when we're talking about, right. you know, severe trauma and things like yeah, that. Yeah, and abuse, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's the other part of forgiveness that I think oftentimes people get forgiveness and reconciliation mm -hmm. mixed up or confused or they put them together. Yeah. The two are not necessarily the same. Mm -hmm. Like you have to first forgive somebody to God and to yourself, like and release them to God. Mm -hmm. And then there's going to them and that's a whole nother episode, right? Yeah. Like how you go to a person, the process and the steps you use to do that. But going to them and saying, hey, I forgive you for what you did. Mm -hmm. That's a choice yeah. somebody makes. But that doesn't mean now we have to be best buddies. Right. That doesn't mean like if it's somebody who abused you that you should even uh, allow them into your life right. or have a relationship with you. Yeah. You need to exercise wisdom and mm -hmm. boundaries, Yeah. right? 
Um, so that's not reconciliation and forgiveness are not necessarily combined. Right. And, and, we, and you don't need to reconcile to forgive somebody necessarily. Totally. Um, and yeah, and there's times where it's just better off to cut certain people out of your lives, but release them to God in your spirit. So you're not harboring that bitterness. That's going to affect you and your healthy relationships now. Right. I'll relate it to, you and we'll kind of close yeah. on, on this thought back in, um, in Exodus chapter 15, mm. it's the story of God's chosen people who were in slavery in bondage to Egypt. Mm. And, you know, God sends the plagues. And if you've watched, you know, Moses or the 10 commandments or old Charlton Heston, old Charlton Heston, baby. <laughs> yes. If you've watched any of those, the chariot, um, <laughs> you know, the story, God parted the red sea, mm -hmm. the people walked through the red sea crashed on the bad guys and they made their way out into the desert now free people mm -hmm. yet um in this story in exodus chapter 15 they've been in slavery for what 400 years yeah they're they're generationally were probably angry mm -hmm. bitter towards not only the egyptians but towards god and so but now they're free and they're singing praises to god and miriam's song they're they're singing about how great God is and how he saved them. Well, three days later, they're thirsty and they're hot in the desert. And, and they find some, a pool of water, like a little pond with some water. And they go to drink the water and the water is bitter. Mm. And, um, and what happens is God tells Moses, they, they start complaining. Oh, you brought us out here to die. And uh, it's interesting how mm. bitterness and anger, hidden bitterness and anger, can come out in complaining. It could come out in a critical spirit. And it totally distorted their perception. Totally distorted their perception. Mm. It was one of their big reasons they wandered around for 40 years. Mm -hmm. it, nothing was ever good enough, right? And it was almost like, God, you owe us because mm. <laughs> we were in bondage. Right. And just like we could, it, almost like they held unforgiveness towards God. Mm. So God tells Moses something really strange and interesting all at the same time. He mm. says, take a piece of wood, throw it in the water. Mm. And when they threw the piece of wood in the water, the water turned from bitter to sweet. Mm. And then they were able to drink out of it. And I love that picture. Three days they were walking, mm -hmm. right? It took three days. Jesus died, mm. was buried and resurrected within three days. Mm. The first day was bitter. The last day was sweet. Mm. By the third day, God turned bitter into sweet mm. because of what Jesus did on the cross. Mm. The wood that he was nailed to, tortured to, that was bitter. But God was able to turn it to sweet. And I think, and, and drinkable, right. sustaining life, giving yeah. life. This is what happens when we let bitterness mm. stay inside of us. It, we don't allow the life-giving Spirit of God, that living water. Yeah. It's interesting that it says that Right after the water turned, it said they came to Elam where there was 12 springs, living water, spring is living water, mm. and 70 palm trees as they camped near the water. God gave them this like beautiful oasis in the middle of the desert to even be shaded from the heat of the day. Mm. And he turned the bitter water into sweet water. And I think that's a beautiful picture of what God can mm. do when you're willing to give your bitterness, your anger, your unforgiveness mm -hmm. to him. But the key is, just like you said, uh, to forgive is divine. Mm -hmm. 
we need to forgive. Why? Because we've been forgiven so much. Amen. Amen. God loves to turn, you know, the ashes into beauty. God loves to take mourning and turn it into laughter. He's, he's the best at that. That's, yeah. that's what he does. Um, Corey Ten Boom, I don't know if you've heard of her yeah. or if you've heard of her at home, but she and her sister were in a prison camp. Mm. She made it out alive. Her sister didn't. Her sister was killed by an officer in that prison camp. Mm. Years later, God was using Corey Ten Boom to preach. And um, in a powerful way, people were coming to Christ through her ministry. One day she was teaching. And after the service, this man begins to walk up to her. And immediately she gasped as she recognizes the man as the officer who killed her sister in wow. the prison camp. The officer comes up to her, puts his hand out and says, are you willing to do what you just spoke on? Mm. Meaning forgiveness. She was taken back. In that moment, she said a prayer to herself and she said, God, help me. Mm. I can't do this. And she said it felt like uh, the power of God went through her shoulder, down her arm and to her hand. And she was before she knew it, she was able to put her hand out and she shook that man's hand and said, wow. I do. I forgive you. Mm. And that man's life was changed forever. That's incredible. It's an incredible story. Mm. And I don't think it just has to be her story. Mm. I think it can be your story at home. I think it could be our story mm -hmm. as we continue to choose to forgive mm -hmm. and to let God's power work through us to be able to do that. Yeah. So let's pray as we wrap up. I want to pray for us. I want to pray for those of you at home that are really struggling with this um, unforgiveness. It's been messing with you, uh, doing damage to your soul. Mm -hmm. So just say this prayer with us mm -hmm. and if you said this prayer, just in the comment section, we would love to hear from you. Yeah. Hit amen. Also, we would love to hear questions that you have for future, sure. you know, real, real hope times like this. So, um, Father, we just pray for those who are watching online right now and joining us. God, for those who are struggling with forgiveness and being able to forgive other people, God, we pray just like what happened to Corey Ten Boom, God, that your power, your forgiveness which is really your power, God, would flow through them and they would be able to release that person mm -hmm. to you and forgive that person. God, I pray that you would help them to let go of that offense and to choose to forgive them. God, we know and we recognize that in our own strength, in our own ability, that is almost impossible to mm -hmm. do. But with you, God, all things are possible mm -hmm. because of what Jesus did on the cross. Amen. So today we choose to forgive that person in Jesus name. And hey, I just want to encourage you if you if you receive that prayer, maybe just take a minute um, before this moment goes away and just take a moment with God and say, God, I choose to forgive so and so insert their name and insert what they did to you and release them to God. And I believe that you're going to feel a new freedom and some living water is just going to come in is going to wash out some of that bitterness, some of that anger, and you're going to experience a new freshness in your relationship with God. Amen. 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 God bless you guys. We'll catch you next week.